0: Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, I am coming to you from, it's actually almost 11.11. I wish it was 11.11 so I could say that. It's 11.10 p.m. uh, on President's Day, and I just had a freaking weird experience at Target that I can't wait to tell you about and to tell you about one of the weirdest times that I was sold to and how to avoid those vibes, (laughs) how to avoid those vibes when you're selling to your people. But to be honest, it's kind of been like a weird weekend. I randomly decided to go to St. George uh, to visit my family this weekend. It was Valentine's Day. And yeah, I just randomly like decided on Thursday night to leave. They live three and a half hours away. So I went there and to be honest, it was like a weird trip. (laughs) I was like so excited to get back home and get to my house. Uh, My family right now. So we all... If you are just starting to listen, you might not know this, but I have five little sisters. One of them has been married for a while and so she has like her own stable, happy life. We don't see her as much unfortunately, but the rest of us, we hang out like nonstop when I come and visit. But recently, my one of my sisters is getting married and moving out uh, another one of my sisters moved out. My sister, who's my assistant is still in high school, but she's moving in with me when she graduates high school. And so anyways, when I went and visited, it was my only my two sisters. We went from like five to two really quick. And it was really weird. Um, I'm really good at change and like, Business ways, you know, like I, I love changing things in my business. I love revamping things and keeping things interesting. But in my personal life, I really struggle with change. I want it to stay the same forever, and I want to be able to have the same fun memories all the time. And I know that's impossible, and that's like putting everything in a box when I should just let it, let it breathe freely. But I also found out that Mercury is in retrograde, <laughs> and normally I'm so like. Well, I don't know if I should say normally, but I've kind of tried to move away from that and move, because again, I think it's just a box that like I put myself in, but the times that I let it mean something is when I'm having a really bad situation, like a bad day or just weird like communication vibes or everything isn't working out as it should, then I'll be like, okay, is Mercury, mercury in retrograde. And then if it is, I'm like, okay, well that, that wasn't me saying, oh, it's in retrograde. This is why it's happening. It was, it was, it was explained explaining my weirdness so it feels a little bit different um but I don't know it was just kind of a weird weekend and I'm excited to get back home I'm excited I'm launching the retreat this week so I'm really excited about that I feel like it was almost a trip that I took to like try to run away from my feelings like it wasn't like a very good it wasn't like a planned for fun trip even though in my mind I was telling myself that I think in my body I kind of knew That it was me just, like, wanting to run away for the weekend. Which is okay, too. That's okay. But I maybe should have ran away to California or something. (laughs) Anyways, I think part of the problem was that I have been on such a roll with, like, podcasts and creating content. And just being excited about everything in my business. It's really hard for me to balance, like, turning that off for a second. It feels like it's either, like, a freaking fire hose spout of all these things and I want to do all these podcasts and I want to launch all these things and like working nonstop versus I don't do it and then I feel like unfulfilled and blah. And that's, I think also what was happening this weekend is like I had been recording a podcast every single day and doing all this stuff and then like I get into town and I was like, oh, I'm going to totally take a break and I almost think like taking a break was not good. I should have like still been recording podcast episodes, but I'm glad I didn't because i wanted to do one talking about selling and making it fun and making it feel like an event. And I feel like this situation that happened at Target was exactly what I needed to like fully flesh out this podcast. So what happened at Target? I'm being so mysterious. First of all, I need to like, I feel like I need a back backdrop, backtrack, foreshadow, what's the word I'm looking for? I need to give like a little bit of information before I tell this story about why I'm a freak show at Target. Uh, a cup well, it was more than a couple months ago. It was probably six months to a year ago. Me and my friend were at Target. It was late at night. And this guy kept following her around. I was having stomach issues, <laughs> as I do a lot of times. And this guy, like, I would go into the bathroom. And my friend is, like, super little, small, um, like, smallest girl ever. She's, like, probably 5'2 or something. And so I, I, it's, it's important to the story kind of, I would go to the bathroom and then I came, this happened like three different times. I would come back, you know, those target trips where you're there for like two hours. It was one of those situations where we had nothing else to do. And I would come back and she would be like, he like found me and he was following me. And like, he kept like looking at me when I would look at him. He wouldn't even be shy about it. Like he would just maintain eye contact. And I was like, okay, that's weird. The first and second time I was like, maybe she's like being kind of dramatic. Like she's a gorgeous girl. Of course, people are going to look at her. I'm I'm sorry for not trusting her in the beginning. Then the third time I saw, like I was with her and I saw him just like staring and it was so creepy. And so we finally decided to go. It was almost like we were staying there long intentionally too to like see if he was. So we went out to, I, I might've told this on my podcast before. I'm not sure. This was at Target, right? (laughs) So the reason I'm telling this story that has nothing to do with anything else is just to tell why I'm a freak. So we went out to my car and when we checked out, he was right in line behind us. Like he was not shy about it. He was not shy about like following us or whatever. And so we went out to my car and got in the car, locked the doors and drove away. And he he didn't follow us to our car. He started walking out, but we were, like, hurrying at that point. So we drove away, but we didn't drive out of the parking lot. We parked somewhere different, and we called Target. We were like, hey, because there was, like, a girl moving in carts and stuff. And we were like, this isn't good. So we called Target. We told them. They were like, okay, we'll have, like, a guy go out with her. And then we watched him. And to see what he was doing. And we noticed that he was like following the girls who were by themselves alone to their cars. So we were like, this is sketchy. I feel like we shouldn't like just drive away, you know. So we called the cops. And they were like, okay, what is he doing? We like got his... uh, we told him what he was doing to us, whatever. And then he drove, he like got in his car and drove right past us, the front of us, like to acknowledge that he saw that we were watching him. So I pulled out and got his license plate number. We told the cops and they were like, oh, okay, we're sending somebody over. This isn't his first incident, Uh blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, it ended up we had to, like, the cops literally had us follow him until they could find him Um, because he was, like, turning out of the parking lot. And so, we followed him. They caught him. They arrested him. I don't know what happened. Like, we just saw him on the bookings the next day or whatever. And, anyways, he had had, like, stuff like that happen where it was, like, really creepy sex trafficking vibes. And so, now, like, going to Target by myself, I'm really worried. And... I don't know if it's right or wrong to be. I think it's right to be cautious. Um, But at nighttime, I'm always very, like, cautious of where I'm at, what I'm doing. Like, I'm always paying attention to everything, a little paranoid, probably a lot of paranoid, Uh, But that's just backstories of what was going on. So tonight I decided to go to Target. I wanted to get some... I don't know why I feel like I need to tell you the details. (laughs) The details are not important, but I wanted to get some new books to read. And I was hanging out in the book section. And this girl came up and let me paint the picture of what I was wearing. I was wearing like sweats that are stained. My hair... Is a bad situation right now. Like all my extensions are probably showing. And like dandruff and greasiness. And I was thinking it didn't matter. Because I was going late at night. Um, And I just. I really looked like a disheveled mess. I was wearing UGG boots. Yeah. Not not anything beautiful to look at. And I was looking at boots. And this girl walked by. I saw her walk by a couple times. And I didn't think anything of it. She was just like a young girl. She was cute. Um, and then she came up to me and she was like, oh my gosh, I just have to say, like, I can't stop looking at your Ugg boots. Is that what they are is Uggs? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, they're so cute. I've never seen them that height before. I have like shorter, like ankle Uggs. Um, and she was like... like tell me about them like how much were those versus other ones I was like I don't know my friend got them for me like for a gift she's like they're so cute I always get so claustrophobic and blah 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 so I was like okay fine whatever and then she's like what book are you looking at and just started to make conversation about the most random things okay so a couple thoughts were going through my mind first one was am I about to get sex trafficked She was, like, a very nice Christian-looking woman. But you never know. You truly never know. So that was my first thought. Then my next thought was, am I about to get, like, is somebody going to try to convert me to their religion? (laughs) Because that will be interesting if that happens. It just, it was very obvious that like she wasn't just stopping random people and making conversation with them so then she was asking me what book I was looking at making conversation about that and she's like what type of books do you like to read like I love to read and like I'm sorry but this isn't normal this isn't like and maybe you're listening to this and you're like well that's sad but guess what I don't think it's sad I'm an introvert and like when I'm going to target I'm just going to target to like be able to shop and look at books. And it's, it's not something where I'm thinking about like having to make conversation with somebody, you know? So at this point, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew something was going on. And so whatever we end the conversation. She's like, well, it's so nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Leaves 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds later, she comes back. And she's like, okay, I I was about to leave, but I just can't help but, like, think I need to tell you about something. And I was like, okay, here it comes. Is it going to be something about a religion? Is it going to be... But I didn't expect her to really sell me anything. And so she's like tell me like, she's like, you just seem like such a positive person. I'm like, bitch, you don't know me. I'm actually not that positive. (laughs) But anyways, I was very nice. I I'm talking like big talk about being savage. I was not being savage. I was being very nice. And she was like, uh, you seem like such a positive person. Like, tell me what you do for a living. And I was like, oh shit. She's like going to pitch me something. I was like, I'm a business coach. You know, I teach courses and I coach people on how to grow their business. And she was like, oh really? Wow. Okay. And is that something you want to do long-term? And I was like, yeah, I think it's hard to commit to anything long-term. Like, I don't know what life is going to bring me, but yeah, I really love it. And like, I do really well. She's like, okay, well, Um, and I could tell that it like kind of threw her off, you know, it kind of threw her system off. Cause that's what it kind of felt like the entire time is it was just something she had rehearsed. Like even when we were talking before, it was like, somebody had told her make conversation, talk about this, ask them their favorites, blah, blah, blah. And so she was like, well, I do affiliate marketing and I, which I don't know if that's like another term for network marketing that they're trying to use to like, beat the persona of it, but she's like, I do affiliate marketing, and I would love to, like, just network, and, like, connect, and, like, maybe see if we have anything, like, in common, blah, 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 so it's like, okay, like, message me on Instagram, and she's like, I don't have an Instagram, and I was like, okay, so she got my number, whatever, she texted me, I haven't heard back from her, I'm sure she's gonna text me something tomorrow, and I'm not gonna text back, <laughs> but, First of all, the whole it being at nighttime and like approaching me at night and even driving home, part of me was like, like checking everywhere and like checking behind me again, I have issues. (laughs) Like I, I understand this. Um, but I was like checking the cars behind me. Was anybody following me? Like it was just, it was so, it was one of those situations where you're like, you're smiling so much and like, you're being so nice that something is weird. Right. Uh, something that Talia taught me is you can't be nice all the time and be authentic. And so if someone is nice all the time, maybe it's you, but if someone is nice all the time and just smiling so big and whatever, like There's no way that that's authentic. And that's what it was screaming to me. It was just screaming like just off. The vibrations of it were completely off. So... Anyways, as I was driving home, I had this, like, just, I was thinking about selling and, like, why that situation felt so weird. And I'll tell you, here's the difference. And those of you who are, because I know quite a few of you follow my podcast who are in network marketing. So I would love to know your thoughts about this after you listen to this episode. Even post them in my Facebook group, it would be fun to have a discussion. But I think a lot of times, network marketers are taught now to kind of keep it under wraps, to not talk about exactly what you're doing and to keep it a secret and to be like if you want to know how I live my lifestyle, like reach out to me blah blah blah. To me that is way more gross. That is making slime selling slimy. When you're hiding it, when you're behind it, when you're like manipulating this way into getting people to say yes to you, that is what is making selling gross. The reason we're afraid to show up and sell is because we we feel like we've been sold to by every single random person who we used to know or used to go to school with and they're trying to sell us some products that we don't even know what it is. They're being very vague about it. And so this is where I think that we've had a disconnect. We've had a disconnect with how we're supposed to sell, how we're supposed to do this thing of making connections and moving our businesses forward. So many times I look at somebody who is in, because I used to do in my VIP group, I would do like Instagram analysis and I would go and look at your Instagram and be like, okay, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is good. Keep doing more of this, whatever. Like I would just break it down. And when I would look at people's who were in network marketing, I would see none of their product anywhere. And to me, there is nothing less appealing than just some random person who is like sneaking their product Down your throat. (laughs) It sounds really weird, and it sounds really backwards. But it's this idea that like you have to hide your product. It's this idea that if you're totally straight up about what you're doing and what you're selling, that people aren't going to want that. And I can feel that energy. I could feel that that girl in Target. She didn't want to tell me the full what everything was. I know it's not straight up affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing isn't something you go and find people in the halls of Target for. You do that on a blog or whatever. You know, it's a link. So I thought that was just like an interesting uh, perspective, seeing that from that other side and feeling how gross it feels to be sold to in that way. And why it feels gross is because everything that prefaced her asking me, what do you do? Do you want to do this forever? I have a great opportunity. Everything before that felt just absolutely fake. It felt for no purpose. It felt uh, just... It felt manipulative. It felt like I had been manipulated. Even though in the beginning I knew there was something weird going on. It still felt gross. And so this is why I firmly believe in being straight up about what you're selling. Being straight up about what your life looks like. Talking about your products. Talking about them with no shame. When you're showing up and selling and hiding what you're actually selling. There's more shame there than when you're posting about it 5 billion times a day. When you're posting, I've talked about this before. When I launch something, I lose a lot of followers. Also, when I post my butt on the internet, I lose a lot of followers. (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw this. If you missed it, you missed it. But this is completely random, but I need need to regain back my steam after blowing up about that. Um, But I had, so a couple weeks ago, I saw that somebody had left me a one star on my podcast. And the only thing that like, I was bugged about it is I wanted to see what they didn't like. Like they didn't leave any sort of review. They just left a one star. And I, it's, as soon as I saw it, I wanted to post a picture on my butt and saying, kiss my butt. Like I, I just, that was my immediate reaction, (laughs) my authentic reaction. Um, but I didn't want to post it and be like, and for people to be like, I'm sorry, like, you didn't deserve the one star. Like, I don't fucking care that I got a one star review. Like, that doesn't, it, I wasn't sad about it. I just, I, I thought it was funny. Like, I I literally thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever posted on my Instagram. I was watching it. Like, I couldn't sleep that night after I posted it because I thought I was so so funny. Um, and me and my sister were just talking about like how many followers I thought I was going to lose. And I actually lost way less than I thought I was going to lose. I lost like 10 or something. Um, but every single time I launch and I'm selling my products, I lose a lot, like I am launching all the time, but I will lose a a lot is not the right word, but I'll lose like five or 10 followers. And I notice it's just when I launch. but to me, those people who are leaving, they would have never bought what I was selling. Right, And that's how I feel about if you're marketing to the people who don't want to hear what you have to say, if you're thinking about the people who don't want to have what you have to buy and how to convince them, you're talking to the wrong people. If you're in network marketing, I didn't mean to make this all about network marketing, but if you're in network marketing, you need to talk to the people who don't have a bad taste in their mouth about network marketing. Why would you want to turn the people who already have such a bad idea about it into people who want to become part of your team or whatever when you could just turn people into it who have no like you're wasting so much energy doing it that way and it's coming off you can feel it you can feel that you're ashamed of how people have done it in the past whether or not that has to do with you so the more you can be open about it the more you can be open about selling the less people are going to feel like they're being taken advantage of right so the, the main reason I wanted to do this podcast episode about selling is I wanted to talk about, I just had this thought. So when we were, when I was younger and we would wait like we would stay up late at night there was a certain time of night that I think it was Nickelodeon or it was like HGTV or something or Food Network I think it was Food Network me and my sisters used to always fall asleep to Food Network we're not we don't cook <laughs> like, I don't know and maybe it's because we don't cook that it's like almost like entertainment to us to watch it but we would go to sleep watching Food Network and then in the middle of the night Food Network turned into just straight up infomercials like everything from OxyClean to the Magic Bullet to I can't even remember some of the things but so many different products that they were selling and we would if I woke up in the middle of the night I would watch those for like an hour and a half. I loved watching infomercials. Like, it was so fun to me to watch them talk about selling. And I can't help but think that, like, we weren't, the, we weren't just some weird freaks that liked watching those. Like, it's entertaining. Those things are entertaining to watch, right? Now, to take it into this century, <laughs> feels weird to say, but that probably was last century that we were watching that. Wait, no, that's not true. 2000? Yeah. It was in the 90s. The 90s was last century, right? Anyways... I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about, okay, how else, what other events are there where you are being sold to? The Apple convention, like, when they talk about all the new products that are coming up in the new year, they have two of them a year, I think. I don't know. All of you, like, Apple super fans out there are going to know way better about this. But I used to work with a guy who was, like, freaking an Apple super fan maniac and it was the best because we would always get like the newest apple products at work but he always knew exactly when it was and it was like that morning we sat and we watched these all these presentations of them talking about the new products and whatever and it was like such an exciting time right even when i worked part-time at that school being a professor one of the uh days was the like the apple conference i don't know what it's called i forget but it was their like big conference and we all sat around and like i remember when they talked about the price was like, okay, I'm gonna have to figure out how I can get this, which of course I haven't even bought it yet. But the idea is tons of people are tuning in to watch those presentations when in reality, all that's being happened is you're being sold to. They're selling you their products. They're educating you about exactly what their products can do. They're talking about why you need it. They're showing you through imagery, like how happy you'll be once you use their products. Now, when we talk about Creating happiness and selling happiness to your customers. I am trusting that you're not selling a product that's gonna make their life horrible. <laughs> if any like say you're at companies or listening to my podcast, get the F out because I'm not talking to you. What I'm talking to you guys about selling and providing value and selling. As a service, right? You're serving your people by selling. I'm trusting that your product is going to make them happier. That when they're going to put on the clothes that you sell... They're going to feel so much better about themselves. They're going to love the way it fits. They're going to love the confidence that it gives them. When they take your course, they're going to learn so much that it changes their life forever. When they buy your product, when they buy your freaking network marketing product, or when they join your team, they're so excited and it actually helps change their life. It's not just a scammy thing where you're trying to get a certain number or whatever. You're delivering on that promise. And so when we think about advertising and we think about consumerism and just the way that the world has turned into like this rat race of a situation, it's because the products we are consuming, hoping for happiness, they don't give a shit if we're happy. Most of the companies, most of the big companies that we're buying from, the H&Ms, the Targets, the like... All of the big companies, they're happy, to, our happiness isn't their number one priority. What's their number one priority is making money. And so that's where we have this power as business owners to raise the vibration of the planet through our businesses and through providing products and customer experience and selling in a way that is giving our customers joy and excitement. And it really is teaching them lifelong happiness. It's teaching them to be empowered. It's teaching them to own who they are. You know, all of those things that I talk about. Selling doesn't have to be a gross thing. Selling doesn't have to be a thing that you just slip under the table, a thing that you trick people into talking about, right? It's, that's not how selling should feel at all to you. And if that's how you're doing it, that's why it feels yucky, That's why you're having to talk yourself into it. That's why you're telling yourself, oh, I'm just so nervous to talk about this thing because blah, blah. It's like, well, just start talking about it. Start educating your people about it. Don't try to manipulate people and play all these tricks and make connections that aren't real and ask them what their favorite book is and then slip in. Oh, by the way, do you like your career? Or, oh, by the way, like, that's a very specific example, but it was honestly perfect timing. So I was like... Yeah, I do like my career. <laughs> Please leave me alone and don't sex traffic me. But I think you I think you get the idea. Selling can be really fun. And selling can literally be an event. People can look forward to hearing about what you're selling like it's an event. I've had multiple people message me who say, you know, like, I don't have the money to invest in your products yet. But I love hearing what you're announcing. I love hearing about what your next big product is. Um, it's just so fun to me. Like, I get so excited. And that's the goal. Like, I would hope that people can come to my profile. They learn from me. Maybe they learn from my podcast, my videos, whatever. And even if they never buy anything from me at all, I still want the selling experience to them as a consumer to feel really fun and exciting and to feel like they're learning something from my selling, to feel like they're learning. Maybe it's just they're following me to learn how to sell from the way I sell. That's fine. Which, by the way, I'm not like the master seller. Salesman of the world. I just talk about my products. And that's all you have to do too, is talk about your products. It's, it's really that simple. That's all that selling is. It's not something you sneak in. It's not something you manipulate people to say yes to. It's something you teach them about. You educate them. You tell them why they need it. You really sell that value that, you know, of course, maintaining integrity, making sure that value is there when you're talking about it but it gets to be fun. It gets to be easy. Okay. If you haven't yet, head over to my Instagram, give me a follow if you like the content. And I would love if you shared this podcast episode on your Instagram stories. I'm actually doing a new thing where every single month, so we'll do one for February, even though we're like halfway through the month, more than halfway through the month, um, every single month, I am going to draw, uh, like I'm going to do a giveaway, (laughs) hard for me to find the right words, giveaway for whoever posts my podcast, shares it to their Instagram stories. So all you have to do, screenshot it, tag me, make sure that if you're like a private account, I can't see your stories. So screenshot your story and send it to me if you're private. Um, but And tell me just like what you took out of the episode, what you liked about it. And then I'm gonna choose one winner a month who will get to choose a product from my library. So any of my courses I've ever launched, you will get to choose one to get access to for free. So this could be like up to a $2,000 value depending on which product you choose. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to get the word out about the podcast, but I'm also excited to have You know, the chance to kind of give back to those of you who are listening, especially now that I have, I don't know how long this is going to last, but now that I have a lot more episodes, it makes me so happy to hear from those of you who are tuning into every single episode. It really means a lot to me and I can feel the support and I love it. And if you haven't yet, leave a rating on iTunes. I would love that as well. Again, it just helps us get in front of more eyes, which in turn makes me happy and makes me more excited to show up. Well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I was going to say it makes me more excited to show up, but I feel like I'm excited to show up when I have something cool to teach you. So <laughs> it just helps me get more viewers. <laughs> I will not I will not lie about that. I will not try to, like, manipulate you into giving me a review. Okay, guys, I'm excited for this week. I'm so flipping excited to launch the retreat. Like, I'm so flipping excited. Another reason to head over to my Instagram to see if I've launched it yet. Okay, I will talk to you later. Goodbye.